everybody. Welcome back. This is the 77th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor. And Disruptors, we have an awesome episode lined up for you guys. We're going to talk about two of the, the probably the hottest topics right now. Um, first, we're going to talk about the leaked telephone call that Trump had with the governors recently. And he, <laughs> his rhetoric in it is very interesting. And so we'll kind of talk about that. And then the Los Angeles mayor has decided to cut funding to the Los Angeles Police Department by $150 million. And then they're actually going to tack on another $100 million. And so in total, there'll be $250 million that they plan on reinvesting in communities of color. So that's awesome. And we are going to talk a little bit more about that too. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. So let's go ahead and dive into those both of those topics and I have that reference up here for you. So um, this is kind of annoying. I'm just gonna bring this up right now that uh, this is this video A highlights CNN and Fox CNN. Uh, two, it is by uh, Brian Tyler Cohen. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but if you've ever seen these Occupy Democrat uh, videos, then you've definitely seen him. He's like that one annoying dude that pops up in the middle of it like randomly and just starts talking about random centrist bullshit um but yeah let's just go ahead and dive in and but i'll have to skip around a little bit because of that so that's why i want to bring that up oh wait oh my bad it's, it's on mute <laughs> governors in the aftermath of a weekend of protests. This is what I was talking about. (laughs) 
So let me skip around here. Okay, so this is the part where JB Pritzker, which is the governor of Illinois, kind of hits back at Trump in that same call with those governors that he had. So let's go ahead and play that part. The call saying this. Okay, so we're just restarting it over just because of the people that are listening. I wanted to kind of hit it back for them uh, and give it a little of our touch. Go ahead, Ashley. Okay, so um, I've been, so this is J.D. Pritzker, he's the governor of Illinois. Um, I've been extraordinarily concerned about the rhetoric that's been used by you. It's been inflammatory and it's not okay for the officer, for that officer to choke George Floyd to death. But we have to call for calm. We have to have police reform called for. We've called out our National Guard and our state police. But the rhetoric that's coming out of the White House is making it worse. And I need to say that people are feeling real pain out there and we've got to have national leadership and calling for calm and making sure that we're addressing the concerns of the legitimate peaceful protesters. That will help us to bring order. This is Trump again. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much, Jay. They don't like your rhetoric like either because they want to take the coronavirus, and I don't like your rhetoric like. So uh, that was a little choppy as well. So we'll, re we'll read that off for the people that are listening. Okay, well, thank you very much, JB. I don't like your rhetoric, your rhetoric much either because I watched it with respect to the coronavirus, and I don't like. Uh, your rhetoric much either. Basically, it's kind of saying thing twice, being a little passionate child like like he is. As long as his ego is intact, he's good. So this is just clear-cut Trump. Uh, this is just another example of who he is. Uh, but yeah. Well, and what JB said was spot on. I mean, that's, what is, what does Trump think? People are out there in the streets. Well, and actually the, 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 rest of the call kind of proves that this is what he thinks is that people are just out there stealing for the heck of stealing and that these are just criminals running the streets and the radical left's agenda um which is completely false um the majority of america feels this the way <laughs> that the protesters feel um the majority of america is protesting in some way whether it be via social media marching in their cars signs something you know wearing black um, so, but anyways, um, you know, not addressing this movement that's happening and the, you know, what the movement is calling for is not going to stop anything. Absolutely not. Like if you don't even choose to acknowledge like what's going on right now, like, of course, nothing's going to get better. Like, yeah, like that's just absolutely ridiculous to believe anything else other than that. um and to focus specifically on just the looting which is something that we're seeing out of the president out of a lot of the conservatives and a lot of the crit critics of the blm movement and what's going on right now with the protests and the riots or whatnot a lot of people are hating on the fact that they're um that they're destroying businesses and stuff um and at the same time like i i agree i understand both sides of that issue you know, but at the same time, like, well, first I want to mention, like, I don't give a fuck about like those Walmarts. 
I don't give a fuck about targets. I don't care. You can rob all the Amazon uh, things you want. I don't give a fuck about any of those corporations that don't pay any zero in taxes and they get a killing anyways. So fuck them. But I do feel bad for those minority businesses that are definitely um, that are impacted by this. I do feel for that because they are definitely not in the same position as those like mega corporations. At the same time, there have been instances in where people have come out like business owners and they've been in full support, even in the case like there was uh, a restaurant owner, a famous, a very like viral post went on of Facebook about like some uh, restaurant owner in Minnesota after like the first like two or three nights, his restaurant uh, took some damage and he was like, let it go up in flames. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll lose it all. But those cops need to go to jail and justice needs to be served. And he was willing to like put his business on the line for that, uh, to stand in solidarity with all those, uh, the black people and uh, losing his business. He wasn't even anything compared. Uh, I'm sure he was aware of the black plight as well. So I think that's really cool. Um, But at the same time, not everybody's in that position either, you know? So it's kind of like, it's it's definitely a tough line to walk, you know? Like it's hard to really be on one side to other. Like for me personally, like I of course want to be on the side of like BLM and like, like be on the side that's right though. Like that's the side that I always want to be on, like the side of truth. So I think that's really important to kind of note in this. Um, but let's go ahead and set, uh, move on to the next topic, which is the LAPD chief talking about, uh, including the mayor as well. They're both commenting on the uh, cut that the mayor just announced, which was mm-hmm. 150, oh, 100 to $150 million in budget cuts for the LA Police Department. And then they're going to combine that 150 million with another uh, approximately 100 million to make a hot 250 million and with those funds they're intended for those communities of color uh, as you can see this was posted uh, just earlier today and uh, let's go ahead and mention this quote really quick so as I mentioned a little bit ago uh, on Wednesday, Gar- uh, Garcetti, which is the mayor of LA, unveiled a $250 million in cuts to the city's proposed budgets with, uh, as a, and as yet specified, unspecified intent to reallocate those funds to communities of color so we can invest in jobs and education and healing. Of that $250 million, 100 to $150 million would come from the police, police's annual hall of city cash. So I think that's really profound in and of itself for someone like some city, any like some state, like anything in any kind of way to defund their police department, I think is ballsy. I think it makes a, uh, a, a, a it stands for something and it's a symbol for the rest of the nation. I think a lot of people are going to follow suit. A lot of cities are going to usually take the place first. They take the uh, they get the ball rolling and then states usually come on after that uh, when they see that it's kind of gaining traction here. But I also wanted to show you this full statement um, that includes the LA police chief, uh, his full statement, which is, um, I believe it was Colin Moore. 
but yeah, his more, I mean, his more, his statement is right here. So let's go ahead and read it off for everybody that is um, listening in and watching. So this department remains committed to the 21st century policing principles that build trust and bolsters accountability and transparency. Last night, Mayor Eric Rossetti and Police Commission President Aileen Decker made a series of announcements to further support the historic strides in our commitment to community engagement, meaningful partnerships, and constitutional policing. The department looks forward to learning more about the details of the further reforms envisioned in the coming days to fulfill the commission's vision for the future. I like how they use the word um, constitutional policing because um, I don't know, I, that, that phrase I think is really powerful because it's, it, it's stating that right now a lot of police departments are not constitutionally policing, um, which is the reason why we have this movement, right? Uh, because black people, people and people of color in general are having their constitutional rights stripped from them on a regular basis from the police. You know, I think it's really crazy that now that you mentioned that is that I just saw something in the news earlier today, or I believe it was today, some uh, cop, it was a female cop. I don't remember. It was some state in the South, I believe. Uh, she did the, uh, she was seen and taken out. There was a photo of her uh, putting her knee uh, and having someone like that George Floyd position, like where. Oh yeah, it's a thing. It's called the George Floyd challenge. No, I mean like that was like a real, like that was a real cop with a real person in a real situation that wasn't a George Floyd challenge. What? Like that was another cop, like it was the same instance, but he didn't, that girl didn't die or the person didn't die. Either. Wow. But I'm just, I brought it up because it, they're still doing it. Like regardless yeah. of shit, they're like, someone is still do, out there doing it. Like there's a police officer still out there doing these moves on people. Well, and not to mention, we've seen a plethora of articles where protesters are being tear gassed. Last time I checked, that's also not legal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, of course, definitely not. Um, but let's go ahead and join. <laughs> Included within identified uh, initiatives was the 100 to $150 million cut to the department's budget. The size of this budget reduction is significant requiring a top-to-bottom assessment, including how we go about our most basic operations. The department has begun the comprehensive review to identify potential cost savings and service reductions to meet this goal. Uh, to be honest, fuck them. Just fuck them. Like, they, they, can, they can just take it. Like, I don't care what they have to do. They can scrounge for pennies, like, well, if you think about it, why are they, did you see up at the, before this, it was saying that their budget is $1.8 billion? Uh, I believe that was for the whole city. Yeah. What? That's a lot. It's LA. Yeah, but still, 
1.8 and you know what and how we know that they don't need that much money or how we know that they're doing dumb things with that money is because they obviously have 150 million dollars to give to these communities mm -hmm. i mean yeah wherever there's a will there's a way um that's what i've always said with politics and anything else but that is just a negation of the truth and they're lying to you um but let's well, last part and then let's comment on yeah and just finish up the wrap up the episode. So Chief Morgo was on to say, and I quote, the reforms announced tonight are consistent with my commitment to a department that builds trust by recognizing the legacy of historical wrongs and acts that tear down any vestiges of racial injustice. Regarding the identified budgetary cut, I look forward to better understanding what steps can be taken to meet this ambitious goal. I remain steadfast in my belief that the continued funding of essential functions like our department equates to public safety. Safety. I will work closely with the mayor, the city council, the commission, and all our city's leaders to lift up our common values while serving the people of Los Angeles." End quote. Oh, and it was uh, Michael Moore. That's the chief. Uh, chief Michael Moore, by the way. So, uh, any last comments on that last part? No. Yeah, I think uh, he sounds sincere. I feel like uh, uh, he is kind of just trying to like do everything he can to salvage what's left of like his department basically. Um, and maybe he didn't, he, he, he and his department didn't do anything, but I mean, I've seen uh, videos in the last few days since protests have been going on and all the police departments all over the country are always committing like and doing this fucked up shit and it's not just one place it's everywhere right like all these videos are coming out everywhere like police are just like uh, pushing like uh, people to the ground I saw a video today where a, uh, like a 10 or 11 year old girl was pepper sprayed um, what else like crazy shit like uh, the, the cops with uh, those two cops and that that were mowing through that fucking uh, crowd of people. Yeah. I don't remember the, where that was. Um, that could have been Chicago, New York. I don't even remember which one. Um, a lot of crazy shit. And then even cases like where that semi truck driver that drove through that crowd. I believe that was in Minnesota where that happened in Minneapolis. Um, and that truck driver that with that drove through that crowd. And that very well could have killed someone, got away with no charges. So that was pretty profound as well, I thought. Um, but yeah, so it, no justice, no peace, guys. Fuck. Yeah. Well, and I think too, um, I think that it's worth talking about like defunding the police for a second, because I think that that's something that's like been brought up a lot in these protests, you know? And um, when you look at a budget like $1.8 billion, that's a lot of money. And when you look at um, just what money tends to do to people, you know, I think that there's something to be said about them getting less money. Uh, maybe they would feel a little bit less powerful. <laughs> um, and then also, I think that what they're doing with that money, and we have seen this throughout the throughout the coming years, is the militarization of our police force. We do not need to have the the, the armed equipment that we have in our police force. It's just completely unnecessary. These are, these are weapons that you use when you are trying to kill a lot of people at one time. 
or you are in a situation like war, you know? Um, and I just think that it's de defunding the police, I think is something that is so called for. And it's, of course, California would be the first people to do that, right? Um, so we'll see, hopefully more people do it. I think that's usually what happens and that's probably what we're gonna see again is that usually the, uh, the cities kind of come in first, then the states will follow suit. And then usually there's some federal action, but there's no chance of a federal action um, in this at this time with Trump being the president. And um, yeah, uh, but we'll see what happens in 2020 election when that comes up. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, hope you learned a lot and we will see you on the next one. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, we got it. We even write articles, guys. If you haven't checked that out already, definitely do check us out. Uh, we have the hottest topics on there that we talk about uh, and it's individualized. So uh, you get to hear our own individual voices, which I'm sure you guys will definitely enjoy. So uh, with that, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you.